Welcome to the Small Business Edge 5 and 5, sponsored by Pitney Bowes. Five questions, five minutes, one exciting guest. Now, here's your host, Brian Moran. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Small Business Edge 5 and 5 podcast. You know what that means. Five questions in five minutes, one topic, one guest. Our guest today is Christopher Johnson, President, Global Financial Services and Payments at Pitney Bowes. Welcome to our 5 and 5 podcast, Christopher Johnson. Thanks for having me, Brian. Pleasure to be on. Oh, it's a pleasure is all mine. I'm looking forward to your answers because I think you are, and Pitney Bowes, you're uniquely qualified to answer these. Um, so let's start. Our first question, supply chain and adequate working capital slash cash flow are two of the biggest issues facing small and mid-sized companies today. Can you tell us how Pitney Bowes is uniquely qualified to help business owners successfully navigate these obstacles in 2022? Well, listen, Brian, this is a market that we've been focused on for a better part of 40 years, or actually, if you think about it from the financial services perspective, 40 years uh, within uh, the Pitney Bowes. Uh, but across uh, our corporation, we've been dealing with small businesses uh, for uh, over 100 years. Uh, when you think about our portfolio, I want you to think about it as a business that has been serving the small business market. And uh, we have now uh, over 700,000 clients in our portfolio. So lots of clients across a number of different industries. Uh, I want you to think about Main Street businesses. These are businesses uh, in our backyards, in our communities that really serve as the workhorse for our economy, but it is a market that is vastly underserved. It is growing more constrained day by day here, given the current macroeconomic uh, environment. And as you talked about in your question, working capital and cash flow, let's face it, things are vastly more expensive today uh, than they were a few years ago. And I don't think that trajectory is going to slow anytime soon. So as you think about the financial solutions that Pitney Bowes is bringing to bear here in this core market, something that's so vital to our economy, uh, working capital, growth capital, CapEx financing uh, for small businesses is what we stand for here in financial services. So you mentioned supply chain. That's why I love having you on our 5 and 5 podcast, because you are in such a unique position. What are, what are some of the lessons from supply chain, uh, the challenges that, that have taken place over the last couple of years that you can share with business owners? So it's, it's, it's quite ironic, right? So if you kind of think about some of the, the kind of buzzwords and some of the key sort of uh, trends that we've seen over the last 10 or 15 years, used to think about and hear about offshoring, just-in-time inventory levels, things of that nature. Well, all of those things uh, have shown us during this last pandemic how fragile uh, the global economy is and some of these interconnections that we have. I think those trends are going to start to change. Uh, Companies are going to be required, I think, to carry much more inventory levels than they have used to uh, carry uh, on their uh, balance sheets. I think uh, the cost of uh, labor and the cost of uh, logistics and transportation are all playing a part of uh, what we're uh, seeing in terms of those challenges and how they're going to change the way that we do business in the future. We may not swing uh, totally for uh, into onshore production only, but I definitely think 
we'll find our way settling somewhere in the middle where some of this is uh, uh, you know, available from a, a just-in-time perspective, but you will have inventory levels uh, here uh, for companies, especially those small businesses that are unfortunately um, not going to have as much access to that global supply chain as some of the larger enterprises are. So uh, what I would expect and what I would hope that uh, all companies learn uh, through this particular cycle is the way they run their businesses in order to have a sustainable business with some level of controllability around some of these variable costs that you see, you're going to find uh, companies start to lean into that. And that's going to manifest themselves into uh, a little bit higher balance sheet levels, a little bit uh, uh, higher expense levels as they move out forward. Now, I'm going to add to that because in the next, you know, let's say 12 to 18 months, we're all anticipating rising rates, right? The Fed has announced that they, they, they went with a quarter point. I think they might even be looking at a half point and, and they have said it could be four to six uh, rate increases before they're done. So what do you tell businesses that are trying to manage this environment where maybe I, I, I front load my inventory so I have it, but I'm going to be carrying, not only am I going to be carrying extra carrying costs, but it's all going to be more expensive if the rates go up. Yeah, and I, I'm glad you mentioned that because this is uh, in, in addition to uh, rising levels of supply, rising costs of labor, obviously, uh, you think about oil and energy prices, et cetera, you're also seeing the increase of cost of funds and liquidity and capital. I definitely think that uh, to your point, we're going to see probably a, a 50 basis point move tomorrow. Mm -hmm. uh, and I expect that to at least have uh, five or six uh, moves as we go out forward. I definitely, if you listen and you're careful, uh, listen carefully to what Powell is saying from a, a, a Fed chairman perspective, they're prepared to do what it takes to, uh, I don't know if we're going to revert inflation, but to try to keep inflation from being run away. So with that being said, the cost of operating businesses are uh, going up. I think for companies, especially small businesses, now would be the time to start thinking about uh, looking at long-term capital needs, refinancing some of the debt that they have, uh, ensuring that they've got the right working capital facilities in place and the CapEx in place because the cost of debt is going to be higher. You want to take advantage of the rate environment that we are in uh, today, even though it might be higher than where we were last year this time, uh, for sure, it's going to be lower than where we will be uh, come 2023. Good point. And I think just you have to weigh the access to capital versus the cost of capital, right? Would you Correct. agree? I mean, if you can't make payroll or your, your supply chain has locked up all of your cash flow, you're going to need that loan. You do, and I think this is this is the this is the, uh, the difficulty with being in the small business market. If I take that point that you're making and just share with you a couple of macro trends, what you find here in the market, you're already starting to see this. Uh, actually, the credit quality in small businesses today has rebounded from some of the uh, levels that we saw. Uh, during the height of the pandemic, right? So uh, small businesses from a credit perspective are generally strong. When you think about, um, however, access to that capital, if you start tracking loan approval rates here within the small business market, 
that has steadily declined. Now, that does not, that's not a, a factor of those small businesses. It's a factor of a lot of the larger banks, um, the financial services uh, sector effectively starting to tap down on loans to small businesses, just given the environment, what we're seeing happen in inflation, and the idea that they expect as rates uh, go up, as these costs that we've been talking about continue to evolve, mm-hmm. uh, unfortunately, that's going to be higher costs for those businesses. So I can't urge and stress enough how important it is for small businesses to have access to uh, players such as Pitney Bowes Financial Services yep. who are willing to invest the time with small business companies to help them think through not only what their needs are for today, but how they set their businesses up for success as they uh, start to enter 2023. Right. Because it, definitely the, the landscape is going to be very different six to 12 months from now. All right, let's pivot just a little bit. Let's talk about some of the innovations that Pitney Bowes Financial Services has made. I know you've made a few since 2020 that, that have helped your customers. So whether it's introducing new programs or solutions or maybe partnerships that you form, what have you yeah. done to help your customers? So we've been really active on the innovation front. Um, essentially, what we've been uh, focused on is uh, building out our small business lending solutions portfolio. We recognize that this is not a market where uh, it's just a one and done kind of product capability. Businesses are going to have multiple needs. And so when we approach a uh, customer or a small business, we're really looking to be an answer uh, for uh, that particular a CEO or a president of that business or a CFO of that business. So we have built in uh, product capability or solutions capabilities that allow us to help customers uh, finance CapEx, to put in place lines of credit, to uh, do term debt facilities with our customers, as well as do uh, various things around equipment, as well as facilities that help our customers deal with the increasing cost of freight, logistics, shipping, all things that you have seen uh, become very important to customers, but also very expensive out in the open market. Yeah. Now, we do that both directly. We've been investing to kind of uh, build out our channels to uh, partner with uh, small business clients on Main Street, both directly as well as digitally. And so we've done some partnerships with uh, the likes of uh, Funding Circle uh, to help in our digital channels, as well as we are partnering from a technological standpoint with many players, including the likes of Fiserv, as well as uh, with uh, certain GPOs such as Health Trust, in order for us to be able to uh, connect with our customers in the way that they would like to be engaged. Yeah. Well, I like it. I love it from a standpoint of the support that you give to small and mid-sized companies, because when you think of the big four, COVID, inflation, labor, supply chain, you really do have, it's it's almost one-stop shopping when they come to you. And you you do understand how they're all intertwined. Um, Okay. Last question. So I need you to, I need you to kind of put on your thinking cap and break out your your crystal ball here. Uh, What is one piece of advice that you would give to business owners 
to help them run better companies for the rest of this year? So I have one piece of advice. Yeah. So what, what I'm going to advise small business customers to do, and, and I spend a lot of my time talking to principals of businesses and CFOs of businesses, don't take this time as you work with your financial counterparties and focus on a transaction. That would be the wrong thing to do. Okay. Build a relationship. Evaluate the people who you're partnering with based on their ability to be with you today, Mm -hmm. tomorrow, six months from now, as well as next year. The macroeconomic environment is very tricky, right? Uh, You can see things from a standpoint of what, you know, what the Ukraine situation has brought to us. We can think about where inflation and rates are going to go. And we can also think even some conversations around potentially some recessions in the future. The reality here is you're going to need a partner, partners to help to navigate through the ups and downs of this cycle. Find someone who is willing to invest in your business based on the the long, hard work that you have put forth in uh, getting your company to where it is uh, today. And it is prepared to be with you even through some of the ups and the downs. That's great advice. Christopher, thank you for being a guest on our five and five podcast. And I appreciate your time. I certainly appreciate your insights. And I know our listeners do to help them run better, more productive companies. And I want to thank our listeners for your suggestions, for your feedback, and uh, for all of the um, engagement that we've had uh, since we started the Small Business Edge podcast. That's it for today. Join us next week on another edition of the Small Business Edge podcast. Christopher, have a great day and and thanks again. Brian, thank you. Take care, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Small Business Edge 5 and 5. Sponsored by Pitney Bowes. To find more podcasts, just visit smallbusinessedge.com. Join us next time for more 5 and 5.